Hello, in this lecture we're going to record business transactions related to accounts receivable and accounts payable with regard to the accounting equation. So we're going to record these transactions with regard to the accounting equation this time, and then we'll talk about these same transactions or very similar ones with regard to debits and credits at a later time. And both of these types of ways of recording are two ways to basically record the double entry accounting system. So that's what we want to get down, that's what we want to understand by recording these. Repetition in this process is just mandatory. We have to have repetition in this process because there is some memorization that we are learning here in terms of what are the rules of each transaction and how does it affect the accounting equation. That, of course, applies kind of to algebra. But then when we get to debits and credits, we'll have to learn the same type of rules. And we want to really see the relationship. How does it? How is it the same to say that the debits and credits with, in terms of total debits equal to total credits is the same as saying the accounting equations is balance is the same as saying the balance sheets and balance. We want to kind of associate all those types of things. These are the transactions that are going to be the same for every type of business. So if we think about a small business, a sole proprietor, a partnership, a corporation, or if we think about a business that sells inventory or doesn't sell inventory, these transactions will be there all the time. We're not going to talk about the inventory transactions, but be, the transactions that do not relate to inventory, of course, are still there within a company that sells inventory. It's just that we have to tack on <laughs> the inventory to that. Also note that we're going to go through it by cycle. So we're going to look at the accounting uh, journal entries, and then we'll look at the uh, related to accounts receivable. Then we'll look at the journal entries related to accounts payable. And then we'll do the debits and credits related to the two at a later time as well. The reason for that is that it, it really gives you a couple things to do. You can go back to it and you can look at things by cycle. Uh, many companies, they actually, of course, will be working in the accounts receivable or accounts payable areas and therefore these will be more applicable to those types of cycles so many textbooks just take a look at a bunch of transactions in terms of a chronological order and of course in a, chron in a chronological order if we just did it by date of transactions it may not be that uh, we have everything in the same cycle but within the cycle we can still go in chronological order in that format and it's usually easier to do that to give you that reference to go back to this area and work on a specific part and drill down on that specific part so that's what we'll, how we will format it in this case. So we're going to start off with accounts receivable. So we're talking about the accounts receivable cycle. We're going to look at the relations of the journal of the journal entries in terms of accounts receivable with regard to the accounting equation. We're going to track mentally what is in accounts receivable as we go. We're focusing in on that area. Remember that the accounting equation is assets equal liabilities plus owner's equity. That's how we're going to write the accounting equation. If we look at our analogy or our picture to help us with this, we have the teeter-totter or the scale. On the left-hand side, we have assets. Rather than putting assets on the scale and the scale going down, we're thinking about the assets being like a big green balloon, and it's tied to the scale bringing the scale up so that we're going in the right direction, okay, on the analogy. So bear with me on the analogy. And then on the right-hand side, we have two balloons, those being the liability balloon in yellow and the blue balloon being equity. Those are smaller balloons and they're equaling out their two balloons pulling up the scale on the right hand side. So we got the big green balloon assets equal the two balloons on the right hand side being the yellow balloon of liabilities and then the blue balloon of equity. Every transaction is going to have at least uh, two accounts affected and the accounts are the subcategories under the accounting equation. So we have the accounting equation, assets equal liabilities plus equity, the subaccounts are the things under those accounting equations. So for like asset, we got cash, we got receivables. For the liabilities, we got accounts payable or notes payable. For the equity, we've got the entire income statement, income and expenses, and we have the owner's capital account and draws. All right, so here we go. We got performed work on account $7,000. 
So first question I'm always going to ask, is cash affected? Why? Because cash is affected like 75% of the time for most journal entries. And it's easier to think about cash than many other things. So I'm going to ask that most of the time because if it is affected, that makes the journal entry a lot easier. In this case, no, it's not affected. We didn't get any cash on this case. We performed work on account. So we got, so performed work on account for 7000 So $7,000 worth of work. We didn't get the money yet. And in real life, this would be really obvious because you can visualize what happened here. If we were a bookkeeper and we did work, we did bookkeeping, and then we sent out the bill for like 7000 in this case, we get a lot of bookkeeping, but we sent out the bill for 7000 We know that we didn't get the cash yet. We know that we did work and we sent out the bill. In a book problem, they're going to have to say something like that. They're going to have to say, okay, uh, we did work on account. So we're going to have to just learn that terminology just to learn the book count. It's also used in real life just to shorten things up. So that's the terminology. So if we said on account, it either means accounts receivable or accounts payable. We're talking about accounts receivable in this case. So we have an accounts receivable. Now an accounts receivable is an asset. It's under the asset section. It's under the big green balloon on the left-hand side, just like cash is. It's our second favorite asset. It's not really tangible. We don't have anything yet. We didn't get the money, but we have kind of a legal obligation. We did work and therefore we're obligated to be paid. Are there circumstances in which we would not get paid? Probably. But for the most part, we hope we do get paid and we'll account for those kind of estimates and circumstances when we won't get paid at a later time. We'll talk about that later. But we do have an asset here. So we're going to say that the green, the green balloon on the left hand side, the big asset balloon, that's going up. We're increasing the accounts receivable. What's going to be the other side? Why are people going to pay us $7,000? Because we did work. We did work and we earned it. So if we did the bookkeeping, we did the bookkeeping, we earned it. That's called revenue. And note that the revenue is separate from the cash. We're not, that's not an asset. Revenue is not an asset. It's in the equity section. It's part of the income statement. And we're going to get paid cash at a later time, hopefully, for the revenue. But the revenue is the, is what we have earned. So on the equity side, in the income statement, we have revenue going up. Revenue is part of equity. So in terms of the accounting equation, we've got assets going up uh, because the cash, I mean, the receivable went up. And on the other side, we've got the small balloon of the equity went up because revenue went up and the entire income statement is part of the equity section with regard to the accounting equation. All right, so if we focus in on the receivable now, we're going to say, okay, receivable now has, of course, 7000 in it. People owe us $7,000. We hope to get that $7,000 at some time in the future. I hope to get like a check in the mail. All right, and then what happens next time in our cycle? We're going to say we got that check in the mail. We received cash on account for work performed in the past $7,000. That means we can imagine what that means. We can imagine that we sent out the invoice and we got a check in the mail now. So now we got that check in the mail, that $7,000. So first question, is cash affected? And in this case, it is, right? It's affected because we got cash. It says received cash. So that means that uh, we got uh, cash. So we're going to say the assets went up, the asset being cash. Cash increased the asset. So the balloon on the right-hand side, we're increasing the asset. What's the other side? Why did people pay us cash? Because we earned revenue. So you would think that uh, maybe the revenue and the equity side would go up. But there's a timing difference here because remember, when we record revenue, it's when we earned it, not when we received the cash. And we earned it last time when we did the work, when we actually did the work and sent out the invoice. This time, what happened is we got cash for work we did in the past, and we already had recorded the revenue, and then we recorded this asset called, what we're focusing on here, that account being accounts receivable. Accounts receivable is the asset we have now, so that asset's actually going down. 
So notice we're only talking about the left-hand side of the equation here. We're talking about the big asset balloon, and we're saying one asset went up, and then we took something out of the balloon, and it went back down again. We're only talking about one side of the equation. We got a better asset. We would rather have cash than people owing us money, but they're both still assets. So, And that's one of the flaws in the accounting equation. Notice this transaction has no effect in terms of the accounting equation. Assets, liabilities, equity, they're all the same, right? And so assets went up and assets went down. And when we get to debits and credits, that's one thing that's more efficient about debits and credits. So there's always going to be debits and credits. It's not like you're going to have two debits and a debit went up and, you know, it's, you're going to have two accounts. One's a debit, one's a credit every time. So that we'll see that at a later time. But that's going to be this transaction. What is in accounts receivable now? Of course, it's now down to zero. It's down to zero because we billed 7000 for work that was done. And then we received the 7000 making it go back down. So now we have zero in the accounts receivable. Next one, we're going to say we performed work on account and invoiced the client for $350. So we're going to have some repetition here because the accounts receivable process will be repetitive. So we did work on account. Is cash affected? We're going to say, in this case, no, it's not affected because we did the work on, on account. So if we did, we were bookkeeping again, we did work and we earned the money, we billed the client, we sent out the invoice and we recorded it. We haven't got the money yet. That's what the on account's going to mean. And therefore, how are we going to record it? Well, we got the second best thing. We got accounts receivable. Accounts receivable is going to go up in this case. So we're going to increase the receivable. Receivable is a, an asset. It's not cash. It's our second favorite asset. So, but it's still in that big green balloon on the left-hand side. So the big green balloon's going up. Assets are going up. What's going to be the other side? Why are people going to pay us 350 in the future? Because we earned it. We earned that money. And therefore, the, when we earn something, that means we earned revenue. Revenue being separate from cash, we earned the revenue at this point in time. That's on the income statement. The entire income statement is part of the equity section. Therefore, the equity section in terms of the accounting equation is going up. So assets are going up with receivables, big balloon on the, on the right hand, on the left hand side. Then the smaller balloon on the, on the right hand side, the equity is going up because revenue is going up, part of the income statement, and revenue increases equity as a whole. Next transaction. So if we think about what's in accounts receivable right now, now we've got 350 in accounts receivable. Why? Because we started at 7,000 that we build, and then we received the 7,000 that we build, and now we put another 350 in there. So we are at 350. Next one, we're going to say performed work on account and invoice the client 420. Once again, is cash affected? We're going to say no, cash isn't affected. Uh, what did we get instead? We did work and we received an IOU. We received an accounts receivable. So we got forfeit. We billed the client again. We didn't. We still haven't got the money. So we're going to say we're going to debit the accounts receivable for the 420. So on the left hand side, assets are going up. What's going up on the right hand side? Well, we earned that 420. We did the work again. We sent out another invoice, and we earned that money. So the accounts. So the revenue is going up on the right hand side. The right. The revenue is an income statement account. The entire income statement is part of the equity section of the accounting equation. So assets are going up on the left-hand side. On the right-hand side, you've got liabilities staying the same and equities going up on the right-hand side. That's keeping us in balance. What's in the receivable account now? Well, we have uh, the 800 in the receivable now. We had 7,000, then we received 7,000. Then we put 350 in there. We haven't got that yet. Now we put another 450 in there. 350 plus the 450 is 
the $800 that's in there at this time. The thing that's going to happen is we're going to say that we received cash on account for work performed in the past of $350. So we received work, we received money. So we can imagine that we got uh, invoice, um, check, a check in the mail for the work that we did in the back in the past that we billed out for of the $350. So is cash affected? We're going to say, yeah, it's affected because it says received cash. And when you say anytime we say received cash, we're going to say, okay, cash is affected and it's going up. So the left-hand side is going up, the, the assets are going up, so uh, assets are going up with cash. What's the other side? Why are people paying us 350 You might be thinking because we earned uh, money and therefore revenue should go up. But remember that revenue goes up when we earned it. And in this case, we earned it in the past. We already recorded that 350 a few transactions ago. And right now, we didn't earn it. We received the money for work we did in the past. And the, the, that receivable is a receivable. So what's happening is the receivable will then be going down. So we're getting cash. Cash is going up. Why? Because we're losing the other asset. We're losing the asset. It's not as good an asset. It's receivable. People owing us money. We'd rather have the cash. But now we're getting uh, the, the that cash for what was owed. So the receivable is going down. Once again, we got two things happening on one side of the transaction. We can see that the asset is going up with cash it's going down with the receivable no actual effect in terms of the total accounting equation assets are still assets what they were but they're the same as they were before so is liability source equity so we have that same kind of weird thing that happens now note if we think about this transaction we can think about what's still in accounts receivable we've got 450 still in there as unpaid that was one invoice we sent out that is still unpaid this is going to be the normal thing that happens in accounts receivable it doesn't matter what company it is but we should see that we build somebody and that makes accounts receivable go up and then we received payment for it and we should be able to tie that payment to a particular bill and that's going to make accounts receivable go down. So in this case, we, we build someone 7,000. Then they paid us 7,000, bring accounts receivable back down to zero. Then we build someone 350 and that brings accounts receivable back up to 350. Then we build someone 450, bring an accounts receivable up to 800. Then someone paid us for that 350 bill that we sent out bringing accounts receivable back down to 450 representing what's still outstanding. That's what the activity in the receivable account will generally always look like. So now we're going to do the same thing, but we're going to do it with regards to accounts payable. We're going to keep recording transactions. We're going to move from accounts receivable to accounts payable. Accounts payable cycle will be much the same as accounts receivable in that we'll see that accounts payable will go up and then go down in a similar fashion. In this case, we're going to owe money in the liability accounts of accounts payable, and then we're going to pay off that money. So we're going to see it go up, we're going to owe money, and then we're going to see it go down because we paid it off. Now, if we were to sell inventory, oftentimes the accounts payable will be reserved for inventory. We're not going to deal with inventory here. We're going to treat accounts payable kind of like a liability account, similar to how you might see a credit card transaction. So we're going to put purchases on accounts similar to how we would see a credit card transaction. We would record the liability related to a credit card transactions in a similar fashion as this. And we'll see how the, the activity within a liability account would be affected in these cases. Now, the thing that will differ, of course, from the receivable for that reason is that the things that we purchase could differ. So we're going to purchase a wide range of things. We could purchase assets. We could purchase expenses or different kinds of assets and expenses. And on the revenue side of thing, we only did one thing. The, when the accounts receivable is going up, that's because usually we made a sale on accounts. So we did what we did to earn money. So we earned money doing one particular thing. Usually companies specialize in one or two, a few things to earn money. 
on the expense side of things or on the payment side of things of course we buy a lot of different types of things so let's go through some of these we're going to say the first one we're going to say purchase supplies on account for 350 dollars we'll go through our standard questions we're going to say is cash affected and in this case we're going to say no cash is not affected because we purchased it on account and remember what on account means in this case it either means cash i mean i'm sorry it either means accounts receivable or it means accounts payable now it means accounts payable because we're focusing in on accounts payable in this case it's related to us purchasing something therefore the payable is, is being affected now the payable account is a liability account so it's on the right hand side of our equation it's going to be that yellow balloon that we're focusing in on on the right hand side of the equation that will be affected with every transaction here and sometimes people have a problem thinking does it go up or down in these types of transactions in this case the liabilities is going up the bad thing is going up it's kind of like our credit card bill is going up so the liabilities are going up and then what did we get we got supplies now there is a question we could say well supplies should some people will say it's an asset and some people will say it's an expense we're going to record it as an asset we're going to assume it's an asset in this case and the difference between an asset and an expense when we pay for something is uh, is it something that we're going to consume did we consume it in this time period in order to help generate revenue that would be an expense or are we going to consume it in the future then it would be an asset supplies in general will be something we will consume in the future so if we were to buy a year's worth of ink that we're going to use uh, in the next year to uh, to as to you know for our process of bookkeeping then we're gonna we should expense it as we use it not when we paid it under the accrual method but of course there's exceptions to that rule if the uh, amount of the supplies is small if we only bought one ink cartridge you might say well yeah we haven't yet used it but uh, it's in material it's not going to make a material difference why should we have to track that and then uh, expense it it would be it would be more efficient for us to just expense it so if we're especially if we're talking about things like paper clips or something and we have you know if this is a year's supply of my paper clips it's still the dollar amount's probably small enough that we would expense it but in this case we're going to record it on an asset for a few reasons and one of the main ones is it's going to be an it's going to be an introduction into kind of how we track inventory so the supplies is going to uh, work in a similar way so that means that supplies is going to go up in the assets section so remember assets have like cash accounts receivable supplies things that are going to help us generate revenue in the future so what happens in terms of our accounting equation the the big balloon on assets went up because supplies went up and then on the on the left hand side assets went up on the right hand side the balloon of liabilities went up the bad thing went up that's how we're going to be in balance there next transaction says that we paid for supplies purchased in the past on account so we're going to ask our normal question here it's going to be is cash affected we're going to say yeah cash is affected because it says we paid so we're not going to worry about on account first we're going to first ask that question because once we do that and we get one half of the transaction in the other half is generally easier at that point so we're going to say that cash is going to go down by the 315 in this case because uh, we paid cash and therefore the asset side the green balloon on the left hand side is then going down now why did we pay the 315 and you're probably saying because uh, we purchased supplies and that's correct and supplies would be an asset but uh, we purchased the supplies in the past that was our first transaction we had in the past and we record the supplies on the books when uh, we purchased it and therefore this time we're paying off what we purchased so we're kind of like paying off the credit card bill which we're tracking here in the account called accounts payable so accounts payable is a liability account the liability account has that 315 in it and now we're going to reduce that account 
So if we think about the accounting equation, we think the asset is going down on the left-hand side, the balloon is going down on the left-hand side because we're paying the asset of cash. And then on the right-hand side, the, the smaller balloon of liabilities is also going down by uh, the same amount because we're paying off the liabilities. The bad thing in terms of liabilities is going down. If we were to track liabilities at this point, we know that liabilities went up by the 315 or the accounts payable account went up by the 315 and then we paid it off and we paid it off now it's back down to zero that will be the typical trend in the payable account similar to a trend in like a in like a credit card account we charge it up and then we pay it and it should go back down hopefully at some point in time next one we receive or purchase auto service on account for 224 so we went and got auto service for and we purchased it on account therefore is cash affected we're going to say no in this case because we purchased it on account on account either means accounts receivable or accounts payable in this case it means accounts payable because that's what we're focusing in on we're focusing on the liability so we're going to say the liability of accounts payable in this case went up kind of like the credit card went up the, the bill kind of went up on the liability so on the right side of the equation the liability side the yellow balloon is going up what's the other thing that's affected well we bought auto service now, auto service, you might say, well, that's part of the car, and the car is an asset, so that would be on the right-hand side. But in this case, we're not extending the life of the car or purchasing the asset. What we're doing is recording the use of the car. We're assuming that this was part of the use of the car, so we're going to say it's an expense. An expense is part of the income statement. The entire income statement is part of owner's equity. So if we think about the accounting equation then, we know that the liabilities is going up. It's on the right-hand side. It's the yellow balloon on the right-hand side, the smaller yellow balloon. Is going up the bad thing is going up and then the equity side is going down and that's the blue balloon the equity side on the same side is going down so the smaller balloon of the yellow account is going up bringing the scale up and then the equity account is going down why is the equity account going down because we have auto expense and auto expense is part of the income statement auto expense brings down net income and therefore net income brings down the entire owner's equity section so this is one of those cases where you probably may be better off to think about how the liability is going and then use that to say, okay, what must be happening to the equity section uh, if the liabilities are going up in accordance with the accounting equation? Well, if the right side is going up and the other side is also on the right side, then the owner's equity must be going down. Next one, we're going to say that we purchased uh, meals and entertainment on account. So we have meals and entertainment. Once again, is cash affected? We're going to say no, not in this case, because we purchased meals and entertainment on account, kind of like on the credit card. So therefore, we purchased it with the liability. The liability, the yellow balloon going up, kind of like the bad thing is going up, kind of like the credit card bill is going up. What's the other account that's affected? What did we buy? Meals and entertainment. So that's clearly going to be some kind of an expense. So that's going to be an expense. Expenses are part of the income statement. The entire income statement is part of the equity section. So if liabilities is going up and it's the yellow balloon on the right-hand side once again, and if the other area is equity, equity must then be going down because it's on the same side of the scale. So we're saying that the liability is going up, equity is going down. Why is equity going down? Because we have an expense and expenses bring down net income and part of the income statement, revenue minus expenses, and therefore they bring down the entire equity section as well. All right, next transaction, we're going to say we paid for the auto service, which was purchased on account in the past. So now we're going to pay off that auto service that we had on account in the past. And so this time, is cash affected? We're still going to ask this. We're going to say, yeah, cash is affected. We paid cash. 
So this time cash is going to go down. So we're going to reduce the cash. Assets are going to go down. What's the other side going to be? What are we paying for? You might be saying auto service, but really we're paying for, we paid off the auto service. We're kind of like paying off the credit card account. We're paying off the liability at this point. We're paying off the liability of accounts payable at this point. So assets, the, the account on the right hand, the big green balloon is going down because cash is going down. And then on the right hand side, the smaller yellow balloon, it's also going down because we're paying off the bad thing. The bad thing's going down, the liability's going down. Now, if we're going to sum up what happens in the accounts payable department, it's a good idea to do this because this gives us a picture of what uh, the accounts cycle, the cycle for accounts payable looks like. First of all, we purchased something on account. I believe it was supplies for 315. And if we were thinking about the accounts payable, that means that accounts payable went up. We owe uh, 315. And then we paid off that 315. Therefore, accounts payable went down. And then we purchased something on account for 224. And so accounts payable went back up by 224. And then we purchased this meals and entertainment, which I don't think I told you the cost, but it was 1050. And that means that the 224 plus the 1050 that we haven't yet paid off has the accounts payable going up to 1274, similar to like a credit card. And then we said that we paid off the 224. And that leaves us with the accounts payable at the end of this process of the 1050 that we have not yet paid off. That's going to be the normal process in the accounts payable. If we look at the accounts payable, similar to if we look at track the information like a credit card statement, of course, the liability would go up when we purchase stuff, and then we should pay it, making it go back down as we go.